Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode 42. I am really, really overjoyed to be bringing this episode to you today. I have been kind of sitting on this subject for a while and I kind of, it's interesting because I, I'll tell you my story around my meditation journey, but I think I've been holding off sharing this with you. And then about a week or so ago, I went and learned how to do a certain style of meditation called TM or transcendental meditation. And since then, wow, the number of messages I've been receiving over on my social media has been crazy. Just so many questions around what is it? What what did you learn? What's different from normal meditation? And it just prompted in me, okay, I've got to do a podcast on this. There's clearly a lot of people who really, really, really want to know more about meditation. Now, before I get started, I normally read a review every single week, but the Apple podcast app is not showing me any of my stars or ratings or anything right now. And I can't get it up on anyone else's either. So whether this is me having a blonde moment or not, um, no review this week, but guys don't, if you guys can go and leave me a review and a five-star rating, you have no idea how much it means to me. I'm going to keep asking you this every single week because without that feedback, I can't keep doing what I do with such enthusiasm and such regularity. And I want to be here with you guys for a long time to come. So please head on over and give me a rating and a review. A five-star rating would be amazing. If you love this, if you find this, these podcasts so helpful and useful and vulnerable and down to earth and all the things, then head on over and do that. I would so appreciate it. So This week's topic is all around meditation, not particularly just transcendental. I'm going to be calling it TM for short because saying transcendental a lot is hard work, but it's not just around my my learnings with the TM system, but I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my journey with, with meditation, how it all began, where it all came from, what we know about meditation and what I want you guys to take away from it. Now, there are so many different benefits to meditation and years and years ago, I remember, you know, kind of actually I'll tell you a really big story. Well, it's not that big, but it's, it's a, it's a long time ago story. 14, 15 years ago, um, one of my ex partners and myself got into some sort of like meditation thing and I can't even remember what it's called, but I think it was about like 
alchemy stuff. And it was a bit deep for me at the time. I can tell you that, but we were going to these group settings and having, and doing these meditations. And at that time in my life, there was a lot going on and I was quite young and, you know, potentially not emotionally ready to, to meditate, to understand what the benefits were. And I didn't particularly have an interest in it for myself because I was just getting told by people around me, oh, you should meditate or you need to meditate. Um, so my partner seemed to be into it for a while. And then a couple of times over the years, my mum has said to me, oh, you know, maybe you should do some more yoga because I can definitely be one of those people that can get a bit hyped up. I don't, I wouldn't like to call myself highly strung. I actually don't think I am in that basket, but there are times when I work on overdrive and I can get pretty frustrated with people, um, in years to come very much so, but definitely given the work I've done and the transformation that I got, I go through on a consistent basis. I'm a much more level-headed person now, but in the last two years, ever since my little boy, Leo was born, he's just over two now. I, I made it a real, I made it, I made an effort and I decided that there was a few key things I was going to do that I didn't do when I had my daughter that I didn't do eight years ago when she was born. Now, for whatever reason, it was the right time for me. I don't think that you can ever start anything positive too late in life. I always think, you know, sometimes we think, oh, we've missed the boat. Should have been doing this years ago. Or I'm not a hippie. I don't need meditation. But what I've found and what I know to be a hundred percent true is that meditation, in my opinion, should just be a non-negotiable for every human being on earth. And it's a huge thing to say, but it's actually something I believe in so strongly. And there are so many people, and especially some of my clients will say to me, I just can't do it. I don't, I don't know how to meditate or it's not working for me, or I never have the, I don't have the time. That's a really good one. Or, or how am I meant to do that when my, I've got two little kids at home and, and, you know, I can hear all these outside noises and my dog's barking or whatever it may be. Now I'll give you a perfect example of this. This morning I was meditating and it was just one of those days where I got, you always get the benefit no matter what, but I could, I could hear the fridge whirring. Now, is that something that bothers me slightly, but is it also a reality that there will be outside noise potentially everywhere all the time, unless you're going to put limitations around your own personal growth and your own personal spirituality and your own personal ability to raise your whole, your vibration higher. I mean, if you want to put boundaries around all of that, and if you want to find excuses, you will, but I don't think that the notion of needing a silent room is good enough excuse to not meditate. I think that we all need, and if this is interesting to you, I think that we all need to really raise our own level of intelligence to the point where we're like, okay, there are always going to be things that may or may not get in my, in the way of my meditation going perfectly, but I'm going to commit to doing it anyway. So I'll tell you a little bit of a story and then I'll get into some really cool information, but 
when I started when I started really tapping into my routine as a whole, not just meditation, but my routine as a whole, I, I had a young baby and that baby would wake up at, at, you know, God, ungodly hours or whatever you just want to say, sparrows fart, crack of dawn. Um, and I would be sleep deprived. So there was enough excuses there for me not to go and do what what I kind of knew would probably serve me, but I had made a decision. I'd been really, really conscious around the fact that there were going to be some big shifts in terms of my career and in terms of the way everything looked for me in terms of the relationship I had with my, my husband, with my, my daughter, Scarlett, with my friendship groups. The last couple of years has been huge. There have been so many things that have happened, you know, outside of our little group, but outside of our family group, um, you know, stressful things, people that have, you know, I, I could perceive have, you know, been dishonest or have, um, have not honored the friendship that we thought we had. There have been, you know, blows from family members. There've been all sorts of things that have happened. And so, it was, it was so beneficial that I had made that decision a couple of years ago to really sew into what I knew, because I honestly feel that if I didn't, I would not be where I am today. And I may have, I could have very easily had a breakdown moment due to the outside stress, um, due to some of the things that happened. And there was one particular day when Leo was pretty small, pretty young and, something stressful happened. And I felt as though I was close to having a little bit of a nervous breakdown at one point. And I, I was shaking and things were just becoming way too much. And it was that combined with a few other things, but those moments all added up to, to, you know, my, myself saying, Jess, you need to get on top of managing your emotions. And all of us need to do that. There's nobody that's immune to it. Managing your emotions and having a state of calm and effortlessness and being in a state of potential flow is really where we all want to be at, right? So if we're getting overwhelmed by really small things like our kids fighting, like the washing the washing up that's not done, like the whirring of the fridge, if we're getting overwhelmed by things like that, if we're feeling that we're not coping well at work or with our finances, or if we're having continuous outbursts of rage, or if we are fighting with our partner too much, those things are all signs that your emotions are not in check, that you are not in charge of your emotional state. Those are all signs that there's work to be done. And Meditation is something that is, it's free. Number one, um, it doesn't cost anything to meditate. It's, it's such a rewarding practice. If you choose to get on board and you choose to give it a really, really consistent go long-term. Now, a few weeks ago, I did a podcast, which was all about just sticking to one thing, just running with one idea rather than feeling overwhelmed, just sticking to one thing. So this is something that you could potentially pick up today after listening to this podcast and go, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this for, for the next month and see what happens. But let me tell you something, guys, if you, if you 
think about trying it, but you don't physically try it, you haven't tried it. If you try it for like two days a week for the next month, maybe okay effort, but you haven't tried it properly. The only way you're going to see the benefit of something is doing it with extreme consistency. And I don't like to be easy on you guys because if I was like, oh, even if you do it once a week, it's better than nothing. Of course it is. But that kind of talk just gives you an out straight away. That kind of talk just says, oh, well, if you don't want all the benefits, just don't, don't give it a red hot go. Right. So I want to encourage you guys that if you're listening to this and meditation is something that's either been a bit of a mystery to you or something you've struggled with, something you see a lot of people doing and you think I can't do that. Number one, I want you to say, okay, well, after I've listened to this, I'm going to remove the excuses. I'm going to stop finding brick walls to run into. Trust me, brick walls suck. We'd prefer flow. We'd prefer open, clear space, right? And that is honestly what meditation brings to me, brings to Um, everyone around me, because you meditating has a ripple effect on everyone. And I spoke about this earlier this week over on my, on my social media accounts. And, um, and I was just talking about how, when we are really conscious and we are really just really decision orientated around how we choose to show up. The beautiful thing is, is that how we show up what we do, the way that we allow life to affect us has a ripple effect on everybody around us. And so I remember when I was researching the TM and I remember reading somewhere something that said they'd done a study and it was on a certain, you know, let's say town, I think it was in America where 1% of the population practiced TM and they reported less car accidents, less crime, less drug overdoses, all these different things, mainly due to toxic behavior, angry behavior, and erratic behavior, and a lack of consciousness. Because, you know, a car car accident most of the time is a lack of consciousness, just, you know, showing up on the road. Um, And so to think that if you could, number one, do it for yourself, but then number two, do it for, with the, with the thought in mind that by you doing it, it can potentially create a ripple effect on the people around you. It's pretty freaking special. It's pretty awesome. Um, so anyway, there, so I've been meditating for a couple of years now and I started, using the calm app. It's a super simple app. It's pretty popular over on the app store. Um, then I went to, to kind of deepen those, those different meditation levels. I looked through a lot of stuff on YouTube. I used to find that it was really, really helpful for me to listen to guided meditation. And, you know, if you haven't done meditation before, basically what a guided meditation is, is you'll be listening to some calming music while also hearing a voice that might say, draw your attention to your eyes and to your cheeks and to your jaw and your neck and the shoulders and down the body it goes. And what that is, what that is meant to do is, is help you take away from the thoughts that you potentially have 
and bring you into a concentration state on something more positive, which is really, really cool. The thing about those those meditations, they started to get a little bit tired for me because after you meditate consistently for a long time, it's like, well, that I've done that now. I'm getting bored. Am I seeing the benefit? And I've done some Oprah and Deepak Chopra meditation as well, which I still love coming back to here and there. And then when I kind of decided to really step it up and make that commitment to myself and say, I'm going to meditate every day, you know, rain, hail or shine. I started doing that with the Joe Dispenza morning meditation, which is really, really cool because he talks you through how you desire to show up for the world. So you're meditating on an idea and I've also recorded one of my own. So if you want to start with something, I have a morning meditation. It goes for 10 minutes. It's super, super easy to follow. It's lighthearted. And it's something that you can tap into at any time. And, and no one doesn't have 10 minutes. I mean, it's just a matter of getting up early, right? And if you choose not to, if you choose to sleep in and you choose not to give this a go, then that's your decision. But please don't in five years time, still be bitching and moaning about the same things you're bitching and moaning about now. Please don't in five years time, wonder why you haven't got the clarity or the purpose or the vision that you could have had, because if you don't take on board the information you're being given, you've got to follow, you've got to, you've got to listen to and follow people that have been where you want to go. So, you know, there's no, there's no point in just listening to a podcast, but not taking, taking it on board. You know, I always say like, stop asking people who have never been where you're going for directions. The same thing is, is like, if you don't have what you desire in this life, if you are not thriving, if you're chasing your tail, if your work isn't working for you, if you're not getting the freedom you desire, if you're not handling parenting very well, if your relationships suck, uh, then you've got to actually try to make change. You can't just listen to podcasts and then go, well, that was good. Let's resume these shitty behaviors. You know, you've got to actually make the change, right? And so I do encourage you that if you're listening and you're taking this on board, it's making a decision. I have 10 minutes a day and and I'm going to make this happen for myself. And that's what I started with. And, and yes, of course, we have our ups and downs. I definitely did. I had days when I was like, oh, I know how to meditate and I'm just all over it and nobody like knows whether I do it or not. So I'll just skip it today. But I would feel the effect of skipping it. Uh, I didn't meditate when my girlfriends were here over the weekend, uh, properly at all. And it, it, it had a really big effect on me. And the thing is that it's a beautiful thing when you do have that time off after being so consistent because what happens is it really reminds you of how beneficial what you have chosen to incorporate into your life is. And that's a really nice thing. The other thing guys, is that for me, my daughter who is now nearly eight also, you know, started to show interest in things. We would, you know, I've been taking her to yoga for maybe a year and a half now. She's been attending yoga, yoga lessons once a week. And 
And, you know, with that comes mindfulness and breathing and all those things. And then we started doing meditation at home. If you want any tips and tricks on how to incorporate some really great, great connected stuff for your children, I have on sale my Create Connection Everyday Cards. Um, it's a card deck that you you use to help guide yourself and your kids through mindfulness and connection activities. Um, but so I was like, not only is meditation good for the people around me, but I can also teach my daughter how to do it. And I'm all for teaching kids stuff as young as possible. I'm all for, um, you have to excuse me. I've been, I've got the yawns a bit and it's not, it's probably not because I've been up for six hours and up since 4am could be, but I think it's just because I've had, um, a few days of just really mistreating my body and not honoring it, not eating right. And, you know, drinking too much and doing all those things. And now I'm like, this is catching up. And so excuse me for yawning, but (laughs) I'll try not to anyway. So the meditation thing is really, really worthwhile. And it's not, it's funny because we hear concepts out there, you know, and it's funny how we'll, we'll catch on to a fad so quickly, yet something that's been around for thousands of years, something that's been passed down from guru to guru, something that every CEO, every multimillionaire, billionaire will tell you, you ask them, what's something you can't live without? What's something you do that's a daily practice? Meditation will always be there. Rising early will always be there. Not one successful person I have ever met or heard an interview of or studied will ever say to you, sleeping in and checking your phone first thing in the morning is fucking awesome. That's the greatest thing to do with, with, you know, with your morning routine. Never will you hear that. You will hear waking up early, journaling, being intentional, listening to a meditation, um, planning the day, stretching, moving your body, drinking water, simple, simple, simple concepts. But meditation is always something that comes up. And so for me, the more and more I was tapping into how important is meditation? Is this something I'm going to adopt into my daily routine? Um, is this something I'm going to honor myself with? It just became an absolute no brainer. And there are so many, you know, there is, there, if you write into, into Google benefits of meditation, straight away, things will come up like improve your emotional well-being can help fight addiction you know can improve your kindness levels um can help you be more self-aware can there's so many i mean can help with sleep can help with clarity of vision uh all these all these amazing benefits and then what happens is like we go around this this you know on this on this wheel that we call life we're like on the treadmill and we're constantly coming up with challenge and um, we're constantly having things present themselves to us that we don't agree with, don't like, don't, don't wish to be experiencing, yet then we don't go and consciously create a beautiful experiences for ourselves for free in our home every day that can benefit us. And it's so interesting as well that a lot of people really tend to wait until they're sick or until something bad happens. And then they'll go, you know what? I'll go do some research on what I could do to not be so stressed and not be so sick. 
And it all comes back to things like eating greens, meditating daily, moving your body, drinking water, rising early, being intentional, simple, simple, simple. So I think my message has come across, but, um, so I wanted to give you a bit of a rundown on, on the TM meditation as well, and give you a bit of an insight into that. Now, for me, I, um, I, I talk to my clients about meditation quite often and I can uh, facilitate a med- you know, meditations. I do that at my soul session. We did a, a beautiful, beautiful like manifestation meditation at my recent soul session event. And it is such a beautiful thing to be able to do meditations as a group. And this weekend, actually, I'm hosting a a women's circle with some of my favorite ladies and their daughters, and it's going to be epic. So stay tuned for that. Um, well, you'll actually see it before we get this podcast released, but one of the things, um, one of the things that I'm really mindful of is, is showing my friends and my family and our little girls, the next generation of women, how beautiful connection can be. And so I'm really excited for that. I really, really can't wait. I've gone off on a tangent. Um, Completely got a mind blank. Okay. So then when I looked into doing TM, Transcendental Meditation, it was just something that kept popping up. There was a few people that I know and around me that had said, oh, you know, I did TM and it was so good. Or, oh my gosh, it's changed my life. And, oh, you get your own mantra and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Ooh, sounds really interesting. So I started to do my research and it's very easy to do research. Just write benefits of TM into Google and you, there's an official website for transcendental meditation and you can go and read all of this and watch interviews. But when you hear people like Ellen DeGeneres, Cameron Diaz, Jerry Seinfeld, Russell Brand, Oprah, people like that saying this is really, really powerful and it's really life-changing and we all do it, you kind of start to question, okay, maybe it's something I'd like to research. Or for me, I did anyway. And one of the reasons, it's not that I'm driven by celebrity endorsements. I'm not going to go and buy the newest teeth whitener because someone famous uses it necessarily. But you want to connect and tap into what people are doing at high levels. And so for me, I just went, you know what, you've got, you've got so many people out there that you can trust. You've got so many opinions and, um, ways of thinking out there, but who, who in celebrity status can, do I enjoy following and listening to? And I tell you like Oprah, Ellen Seinfeld, Russell Brand, those types of people have been, some people that I've really found inspiring. And, you know, so I was like, I don't just want to do something on a, on a low level. I want to do something on a high level. I want to do something that a lot of people are talking about. Um, so when you look up TM and when you, you look at the benefits, a few of the things that they say that I found really, really cool was that 
TM is effortless. It's evidence-based and it's consistently effective for everyone. And that was something that I didn't find as a commonality with other modes of meditation. So common, common thing that my clients will talk about and give me feedback on is it didn't work for me, Jess, or it wasn't working. So now I'm quitting it because I listened to it, but I didn't like the voice or I was doing this meditation and I didn't feel relaxed or I was fidgety or the, you know, the, the dog was barking or whatever, whatever it was. Right. And so the fact that it was effortless, it was evidence-based and it was consistently effective, you know, across the board, I thought, okay, this is worth looking at. Now, some of the key factors that they talk about with TM is that it reduces stress, which is a hundred percent. It's so, so important because the thing is, is that Stress is an abnormality. Ab, oh, Jess, abnormality. Stress is an abnormality that exists in our body and it can be removed. We are not meant to live with with stress. We're not meant to carry stress around. We have we have the ability to experience what we perceive as stressful situations all the time. But do we want to? be stressed and live with anxiety. No, of course we don't. So the fact that TM can help reduce stress, can help reduce anxiety, can help increase your happiness levels, provide you with the potential of a healthier heart. Now, come on guys, that alone, you should just be like, I'm, I'm doing it. Um, and help you gain more clarity and creativity. I was just like, tick, 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 tick. Would love to learn it let's get going. Let's get my emotional health on the rise. Let's get myself to a higher level of consciousness and thinking. But for me, I got to a point with my other meditation where I wasn't enjoying it as much. I didn't want to listen to guided meditation. I didn't want to have to look up another recording and then risk liking it or not liking it. And then what I was also doing, and I was, I was getting into meditative states really easily and having that that experience of like no thoughts and no um distractions or irritations or itchiness where I felt like I was just on the brink of tapping into a higher self and when we talk about higher self it's the self that exists outside of our physical body it's the self that we tap into where ultimate expansion creativity where that ultimate untapping of our potential exists. And it doesn't just happen easily. We need to move out of our, you know, we can get into our heart center. First, we need to move out of our head. That's where all those thoughts exist. That's where all that distraction and that stress and that anxiety exists. That's all in our head. Then we move into our heart and that's where we we feel happiness and, and we start to untap creativity and that certainty and that clarity within our lives. But then going beyond that into that more spiritual realm, that's where you really, really do feel this sense of freedom around your meditation. And very, very often for me, when I meditate, I have ideas that come to me. I have visions. Um, I think about things that I'd like to do with my business. I inadvertently set myself up for success for the day. And it, it's really, really, it's so, so, so powerful. So the thing that I found really different, and I, it's so interesting because I'd almost gotten to my, 
gotten myself to a point of being able to practice something very similar to TM before I did the TM course. Now, I'm going to give you my honest feedback on the course. There's some beautiful things that I learned, but you know, it was expensive. It was a $1,500 learning, uh, over four days, but it was about an hour and a half each day. And I personally, the practitioner that taught me, I did not necessarily feel that the value was there, but I also know that the value comes in what you do with the information you've been given and how you then use it moving forward. So if I was to harp on about that and be like, oh, it wasn't worth the money and blah, blah, blah. The question really is, well, was it or wasn't it worth the money? Because if I do this meditation for the rest of my life, 20 minutes a day, and I get huge levels of tapping into higher self, mental clarity. I reduce my stress and my anxieties. I have a healthier heart. I'm happier and I'm more clear, creative, and conscious. Is that worth the money? Of course it is. But I did feel that there could have been more that was expanded on while learning, but that's okay because I have my own brain and I know how to research and I actually have been, you know, helping and assisting people in learning meditation and and teaching them how I've learned to meditate. And so it wasn't something that it was brand new to me, but I know that a couple of other people that were in our course or that sat with us had never ever meditated before. And so for them, the idea was completely unique and it would have been worth the weight in gold if they continue to do it long-term. But basically what TM comprises of is you receive a mantra or a mantra. I'm a bit of an Aussie yoka mantra, mate, but Oz uh, would say mantra. I like the sound of that much better. So they, they assign you a mantra that you use and, and that, that sound, they don't really call it a word because you're not really meant to write it down, but that sound is something that you focus on throughout the meditation. Now you meditate two times a day for 20 minutes and there's a kind of, there's a little bit of a process you go through to start and to end the meditation. Now I'm not going to tell you every little in and out because I don't want you to believe or perceive that this is enough for you to know everything, but I'm going to give you enough information for you to start giving an intentional crack at meditation. And like I said, I've, I've given you tons of resources or ideas already, the Calm app, the Deepak Chopra, the Joe Dispenza stuff. And obviously then you've got YouTube, Spotify, meditation podcast. There's so many things out there already, but this is specific. And what I liked about it was that we had some, some, I suppose, an outline to follow. So two times a day, morning and afternoon, we do our TM practice and there are no expectations of any sort of result when you're practicing. So I think a lot of people do place an expectation around what they're going to feel after they've meditated. I want to feel more relaxed. I want to have calmed my mind. It's not like, uh, it's just like eating a salad and then expecting to feel amazing straight away versus the long-term benefit, right? Just like going for one run and then being like, am I skinny yet? Or doing a few reps at the gym and looking for the muscles, right? Same thing. Long-term consistency is always key with anything you do that you know is going to pay you in dividends long-term it's got to be done consistently. But I love the fact that 
they say there are just no expectations of results. So basically, you know, you move through a state of repeating that mantra in your head and it can flow in and out with you, um, with your thoughts. Sometimes you have moments where there is no thoughts, no mantra, just um, almost like a white light, nothingness. But, you know, it's ultimately that that state is where you're not always aiming to get to, but where you know that you're heightening your level of vibration and spirituality and potentially tapping into things that you haven't previously been able to tap into. So like I said earlier, having that pure awareness is really, it's a cool experience to have. And imagine if you did that every single day, imagine how you could feel if you were able to have even 10 seconds of pure awareness in a day instead of just running on this mouse wheel, instead of all this subconscious shit that we've been carrying with us for years from all the lineages and all the previous generations and all the stresses and all that stuff, it's so worth persisting with a practice like this. Um, And the great thing about any sort of meditation, but as particularly with the TM work is that, you know, they say that the deep rest inspires the the physiology to relax and um, to release stress out of your body. Um, And they call TM the restful awareness, which I thought was a really nice way of looking about it. And what that means is that it quiets our, you know, our own self, the nature of our self quiets down a little bit. It means that we become a little bit more steady in the way that we in the way that we approach the day moving forward or the afternoon after our afternoon meditation, it helps to remove boundaries from our life. And it's a really, really cool thing because if you give your chance, if you give your body, sorry, it's a really cool thing because if you give your body the chance to have that time, then you're giving it the chance to eliminate these foreign materials and these impurities which is stress. So stress is foreign to the body. It's not something that the body desires or needs. It's something that's coming from exterior. And because stress is foreign to the body and because we don't necessarily want it or need it, it's not useful. It causes us anxiety and ill health. We do need to give our body the chance to eliminate those impurities and those foreign materials. And meditation, TM in particular, is an incredible way to do that. It's an incredible opportunity to help eliminate stress and impurities and foreign foreign objects from the body, which is so super cool. Um, so the nice thing about what happens is when you start to meditate long term, you know, for quite some time, again, you've got to have that that long-term vision around what you're doing with your health and well-being and wellness. You can't just expect that by the end of the year, you'll be a pro. But what happens is that you start to bring out the more steady qualities and energies within your body. And I don't know about you, but I know that when I come across someone that I would perceive as being highly strung or up and down a lot or, um, or easily triggered or overly emotional, When I'm around people like that, I often feel really uncomfortable. And what we really want is we want to feel that real clarity and certainty. And, you know, being able to tap into that awareness level 
more and more often, twice a day, what it does is it, it reveals more of who we truly are at our essence. And because behind all of this, these personas and these stresses and these preconceived ideas and these family members in our heads and now bosses in our heads and our kids in our heads and the mortgage repayments in our heads behind and underneath all of that there is a there is a there is a person there there's a person that you truly are there's an essence there and that person is infinitely compassionate that person has a beautiful level of maturity they have clarity they have a really high level of intelligence and not just academic intelligence, but emotional intelligence, emotional stability. They are creative. They are open. They're expansive and being able to do something that's absolutely free, that just takes practice and that you can have no expectation of the result of, but to do it every day and see what happens why on earth wouldn't you do it? Like it makes no sense whatsoever uh, not to try it. I spoke earlier about the ripple effect as well, that that any sort of meditation or, or positive practice has on your life. Now, when your body and mind operate better, do you think it's likely that your family will notice? Yes, of course they will. When you are more mature and clear in thinking, How do you feel that that would affect the people around you? Extremely in a positive way, right? When you express compassion and love and presence with the people around you, do you feel that those qualities are something you can relate to in your upbringing? I think all of us can relate a little bit to some of it at some time, but to have that as a constant, to have the the compassion and the awareness and the maturity and the creativity and the fun and the lightness brought into a home every single day, brought into a workplace, brought into a friendship. It's an absolute no brainer that you showing up for you has a ripple effect on everyone around you to think that if we all started meditating once or twice a day, it could reduce car accidents and crime rates and drug taking and addiction levels in our whole community. It's pretty intense, but it's pretty amazing. So I really, really love that I can get kind of that message across. Um, another thing is, is that when we are unrested we, we tend to have less of an appreciation on what's happening around us. Whereas when we are rested and when we are well, it just doesn't, don't you feel like it just seems like the world is your oyster when you wake up and you're just like, I'm so well rested. I don't have any stress. We, we have an opportunity in that space to fill our potential or fulfill our potential more quickly. And we can use the full potential of our mind with more certainty when we're well rested and that brings a level of heightened awareness. So it's a, it's a really cool, cool thing. I hope that has kind of given you guys some understanding, but there are tons and tons and tons of articles online. There are people who can teach you and guide you and, and be there with you to hold your hand around meditation. And all I can, all I can encourage you guys to do is to give it a consistent go. If it's for four to six weeks, just take 20 minutes a day and meditate. 
listen to a guided meditation, just keep working on it. If you feel as though it's hard, always remember that the hardest things to do are the ones you absolutely must. So the hardest things to do are the ones you absolutely must do because when you become free of stress, when you use the full potential of your mind and when you tap into your ultimate self, the the real person, the person that you truly are, that infinite you know, that infinite level of compassion for people, the maturity and the clarity and being intelligent and untapping your creativity, being really purpose-driven, having that purity around you, having that ability to communicate better with people, being emotionally balanced. All of these things are just so, so beautiful to experience, especially if you're wondering why something is failing in your life, go back and look at how often you think the thoughts of things aren't working for me versus how often you take time to do something you know will benefit you. So how often are you thinking negative thoughts? How often are you saying things aren't working for me? People are against me. Life has got it out for me versus I'm in charge. I know there are tools that I can do. I have to sit somewhere for 20 minutes with my eyes closed and see what happens. See, I think it's really interesting because a lot of people will compromise their mind and their well-being and their physical and mental well-being because they just find a way out of their routine. So you compromise that strong mindset. You compromise that ability to have abundance by just finding a way out of routine. So meditation should be something that comes first, something that rises above everything else. Everything else comes after it. Meditation, reading your mission statement, moving your body, drinking some water. These are things I really truly believe that should be coming first in your life above everything, above the housework. Like I hear so many parents bitch and moan about housework. I'm like, just work one more hour a week at work. Like house cleaning isn't isn't overly expensive. It's not totally out of reach. I mean, I've had this I've had this discussion before, but I don't want to hear excuses and I don't want you prioritizing things that aren't important. Is it more important to have a clean floor or a strong mindset? Is it more important to have all the washing done? Or communicate well with your family? Is it more important to have tidied up the office or the kids' bedroom or the kids' playroom? Or to have this emotionally balanced life where you're compassionate and loving and you're clear and creative? Gosh, it kind of seems like the answer's simple, right? But yet so many of us just aren't doing the things we need to do. So, I really, really, really encourage you to give meditation of any type a go. Um, Mainly what happens is good, good results. You know, yes, when we start meditation, we might get frustrated because we don't feel like it's working, but I guarantee you that with long-term consistency, you will find it will work incredibly well for you. Um, TM might not be the way for you, but if it is, like I said, there's tons of info online. I'm not out there to 
to sell you the course at all because to be honest I can I can teach people what I've learned easily I can teach people what I've learned with through experience easily I teach it with my retreats now I teach and we we experience it together down over at my soul sessions and I just wanted to add something there as well um you can, you can really blossom into your best self by practicing these things. But the other beautiful thing about TM in particular, but in terms of all meditation is that you can actually do it with your family. So you can all lay down together and listen to a guided meditation. You can actually all sit there in the morning for 20 minutes together and meditate with TM. They say for kids over 10, they start to do the meditation more properly, but it's a shorter version. But you know, most, most little kids, their, their attention span may only be three to four minutes, but can you imagine if you were to instill this into the people around you and, you know, before everyone got up and got into the day and looked at their phones and flicked on the telly and started to drink their coffee or whatever it was, can you imagine if everyone just sat down and sat in silence for 20 minutes together just enjoying the the peace and enjoying the ability to be grateful and and being intentional with how their lives begin. Now that is the kind of lineage I want to pass down to my children. Not the one of sleep in, wake up, look at your phone, rush off to work, don't talk to each other and then do it all again the next day. So guys, if and I know as a mum it's so easy for us to feel overwhelmed. So I just have to add, like, you're going to have to wake up early if you want this to work for you, or you'll have to do it when your kids get dropped off to kindy or daycare. But if you want something bad enough, then you've got to remove your excuses. You've got to say, well, is 4.30 a time I can wake up in order to do all these things, reduce my stress, reduce my anxiety, increase my happiness, my creativity, and my certainty of of fucking course it is. (laughs) Had to get one or two in there. Anyhow, I'm going to leave you guys with that. I hope that gave you a really good rundown. I hope that you guys are now seeing meditation in a light where it's totally possible and quite easy to adapt right now, right here, free of charge. If you are interested in learning more from me, if you are interested in knowing what I offer around meditation in particular, or my personal and human development retreats, anything else that I offer my coaching, I'd love to chat to you. I would love for you to reach out. And as always, if you send me a message and you let me know how much you've enjoyed this podcast, I will always reply to you. I promise as long as I, as long as I have a voice, I will reply to you. Anyway, I just wanted to say thank you guys. Episode 42. Wow. It's coming along and I'm so excited. Thanks so much. Beautiful, beautiful people. Let me know how you go with your meditation. I'd love for you to tag me if you manage to get up and meditate anytime today, tomorrow, or the next day. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.